All right, hey everyone, well, welcome back to another episode of TAP. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Buzzard, a.k.a. James McGarren. I'm Telperion, a.k.a. Oliver. <laughs> I'm Jeff, a.k.a. Funga. What, which comes first? I, I just followed suit. Oh. You get the idea. It turns out hearts led, so... I'm Roger Clark, at Roger Clark on Twitter. It doesn't really matter which order you go in, does it? <laughs> no. I'm Dalton, a.k.a. Blue Chow. Welcome to the Arrow Parallel, where names don't matter anymore. Everything's uh, made up. Everything's and made the names up. Don't matter. We're effectively so interchangeable anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it's literally five white guys sitting around a microphone. And we're here to talk about the Dance Dance Revolution. Yes. Uh, actually, no, we're here to t- first talk about uh, Bishi Bashi. Uh, because we really wanted to talk about it because we saw this funny thing on Twitter today where uh, there's a new version of Bishibashi where it looks like it's a reincarnated Musica cabinet. Yeah, basically. So for people who don't know what Bishibashi is, this is like lightly relevant to, to Konami and music games and stuff, but uh, it's like a WarioWare, but an arcade. So uh, there's like mini games that you play, it's multiplayer, and uh, I guess there's a new version that's location testing right now. And they have, like, the Musecca spinner as one of the buttons, which is really strange. And, like, the bottom of the cabinet is basically the same uh, as Musecca. And so it's like, if Musecca not being at KAC was any indication that the game's dying, <laughs> then here's your confirmation. Well, uh, Bishibashi for KAC 2019. Oh, dude, that would be so hype. So Bishibashi is real fun because it's on eAmusement in Japan, for real. Well, first we should tell people what Bishibashi is. That's so, what I just did. It's like it's like a warrior. It, it, yeah. it has three buttons, and you mash them. You very don't really fast. say what the gameplay is like. No, the game. It's yeah. like a, it's mini games like WarioWare. So like yeah. there's yeah. you know it'll uh, tells you to like take pictures of cute girls from 2DX, and you have to like hit the buttons in. in or yeah, like you have orders. to like punch robots or like it's it's uh, like they're like thirty second mini games. Yeah, and um, it's the loudest game. It's really loud. It's like if three people were playing Poppin' at the same time. Yeah, because it is because they're they're Poppin' buttons. Yeah, yes. and yeah. now the new one has a Musica spinner. So, so basically, it's like the the runoff from the rest of the music games just get put together. <laughs> it's got, it has like, DDR music. It has uh, it has five hammer fffff whatever that song is called. We were actually just talking about what it's supposed to like how you're supposed to vocalize. Hard that song. PF. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the genre, yeah. but yes. Oh, it's, it's called it's five hammer. It's, it's, five hammer. it's hella force. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um it has uh it has Candy Star. It has a couple oh, that's right. Yeah, and a couple like it's like in the backgrounds for some of the, the mini games. They they play uh the money music, which is really fun. And there's like the two D X girls are in there and it's really, really fun. Uh, I really hope it comes to round one. That'd be really yeah. That'd be really sweet. Just nowhere but far away. Yeah, far, far away from DDR. Yeah. Put, it, put it over by like, like the uh, quick drop and no, yeah. uh, grand piano keys is also loud. Oh, oh yeah, God. just put those two together. Yeah, yeah. not not as loud. I, I just want the the competitive grand piano keys players to be like this. <laughs> Bishibashi thing next to it is way too loud. <laughs> Can't hear the damn grand piano key. <laughs> I need the key feedback. I really <laughs> they, you know, they actually also repurposed uh, Beatstream cabinets. They're uh, nostalgia cabs. Yeah, now they're nostalgia. But I guess that's a little more obvious because they actually sold conversion kits for those. Yeah, I don't think they're going to... They're probably not going to convert Museka because like, the button board is just like completely different and the monitor is just like it looks like they just took the, the vertical monitor on music and just turned it sideways uh-huh. yeah it's so yeah rip music yeah and rip Beatstream. um though i don't think anyone really really cared yeah they scavenged all the good songs from it and put them out to other games so i think it's 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 had a a good funeral it's fair and well maybe we'll get to play nostalgia one day so far, it looks like bad shooting them it, it's it's not great uh, it's you it's, played it oh you played yeah, it right, I, played, yeah. I played it last time i was in japan it's uh it's it's not really much like Tune of them at all. It's 
Could it have a uh, a rebirth in in a version two or version three, just like Reflectbeat did? Um, it'd have to hit it it like a lot of things would have to change about it. I think. I don't know. I didn't really play it that much because I was dissatisfied with it from the first round. Hmm. So, it's it feels too much like old keyboard mania, but with like less ability to actually understand what you're doing. Hmm. Interesting. So. Like I said, bad tune them. <laughs> but the songs are good, so I was like, but I have is, to give it a nostalgia few at Casey. Um, yes, yes, I think it is, so. right? Yeah. Because yep. huh. it's the, the two games that are out this year are Museka and Reflectbeat, right? Yep. So that means nostalgia has to be in. Mm. But I don't know. They have like two slots on the website. We're not sure if they're going to get filled with something Oh, uh, they haven't revealed all of them? Or? I don't I don't know if it's like lazy programming to have like extra boxes that just say like KAC or something. Like they couldn't make a nice grid. But uh, it's possible they're like going to do some crazy reveal and be like, new Museka game. And it's... You know, the next that's going to be in KSE or something. I don't know. That's not what the possibility. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just double Beat Mania too. It's it's perfect. What could go wrong? I'm okay with that. I like doubling Beat Mania. You too. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of, of which, oh uh, yeah, we also want to talk about this because uh, Oliver had just recently done a great achievement in uh, Beat Mania. Go ahead. You want to say uh, what happened? I I got Kaiden in double mode. Yay! Oops. Congratulations! Is clapping too loud for the mic? Maybe we're we'll all soft. We'll soft find out in post. Uh, so, yeah. what does that mean exactly for people who don't know what that means? Like, okay, so if you're if you're familiar with martial arts at all, or <laughs> any anything with a ranking system, so Beat Mania has a, a a mode that you can play called Class Mode, where you can play a course of four preset songs, and they range in levels. So they've situated it so the the what they consider entry level is Shodan, or the first belt, and they go all the way up to Tendon, and then they're followed by Chuden and Kaiden. Kaiden is the highest level course that you can pass. And it's meant as sort of a skill analyzer. So the higher the course you can pass, the better at the game you're supposed to be. It doesn't always correlate, but we like to think so. And Sound Voltex has this too, and it's Sound Voltex skill also has analyzer. This. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why I put those two words together. Yeah. So it's it's but, interesting what what the way that it works too is that um the you have to pass a don level in order to unlock a, a range of difficult uh, a range of difficulties um in the game, which means it's kind of like an incentive to right to play right. Your, your class ranking, um and it feels really good to get a, a higher class ranking too. It's it's kind of cool because you have like the the emblem on your your profile. Yeah, you can compare your scores with people that are the same don ranking as you. Um, they so, even give I, you pacemakers for average and best score in your Don ranking. So, so lots of cool things. You, you said there's only one other person who's double Kaiden in America. There's, in Ameri- there's in America. one other yeah. American yeah. who has passed double Kaiden, and uh, Grant Fredericks, and he's moved to Japan recently. Oh, oh so. so you're the lone survivor. <laughs> no. So there <laughs> oh. was one other double Kaiden in America who's actually local, and he goes by Nobu, and he's he's been Kaiden for like two years now. I think he passed it the first time. In Japan, but he passed it again at uh, Eastridge. Hmm. Taking so. the title back to America. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, oh, that's man. there's two of us from America and about 500 from other regions. So <laughs> I can't maybe, believe that. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Well, okay, so they've had a lot longer with the game. Like Americans haven't had good B-Mania access until like fairly recently, and I wouldn't even call our limited selection of round ones good access. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So. I have to agree. Yeah, so we yeah. talked about this at like uh, two or three episodes ago. We were, we were talking about how we want this to come to DDR just because we think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I like the social aspect of it. It's kind of like a badge of honor, as we were saying. Uh, it's kind of a good way to push yourself, too. Because mm-hmm. like, you could be sitting at like 6th Dawn for a long time 
And then you you know what it takes to get to like seventh dawn, the next level. Passing also, the yeah. safari. Also yes. a good way to find like good rivals who should be around your skill level. Like yeah. you can try to fight them on scores or fight them on uh passing songs even, mm-hmm. which is more decoupled in 2DX from actually scoring because the life bar allows you to come back from what would be a fail in any other game. Yeah. The other interesting thing, too, is it kind of... We we also talked a couple episodes, too, about uh, sort of, like, standardizing a skill set. Yeah. And about how, like, there's some people that try for this, and there's some people that try for that. And uh, I think with the the Dawn ranking, it kind of... It enforces that in some way. You have to develop at least, like, a pretty well-rounded set of skills to pass any specific Dawn course. And and the, the song sets change from mix to mix, correct? They do occasionally. So a couple courses are pretty stable, like... Kaiden for double hasn't changed in significantly in five or six mixes, whereas mm. nine Don on double changes pretty much every mix and is completely shuffled up. Yeah, interesting. So. They tend to have a pretty good mix of like I I played Eighth Down a lot uh, on single because mm-hmm. that's basically like my skill level on two DX, and they tend to shuffle out the songs a lot. Gigadelic is always the last one, right? Um, but like the they usually have like a scratch song. It's like the second song almost always. And it's just like consistently going to be a scratch song. So, um, you know, they're never going to like not have one of those. And then if you're not that great at scratches, you can kind of get away with eighth down on one mix. And then, you know, like so they like they keep the, the songs usually test something similar. What yeah. would be the equivalent in DDR for that? Yeah, we'd have like a crossover song. We'd have a... Like a yeah, like a I mean, it'd probably song. be like a... Change song or something. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. you'd probably have like... Trickier rhythms, uh, like a more technical side of things. Shock um, arrow. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's it's kind oh, of yeah, totally. Well, it's interesting because there's not that many songs at very high levels that deal with shock arrows. So I don't know. I mean, it depends on. It's like even I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, how would you even class? Like, what is Kaiden in DDR? Mm, is it yeah. just the four nineteens? Do you have to pass them on life four? Because like the interesting thing about two uh, DX's Don system is that you get in, you get a hard clear life bar, which is. Basically, it means if you ever hit 0%, you immediately fail. Which, But that contrasts with the normal life bar in 2DX where you can go to 0 and then build back up and you have to pass with over 80%. But the hard meter on Don courses is actually easier than the hard meter in normal gameplay. Mm, it's a yeah. lot more forgiving. So there's really no... Like, DDR only has normal life gauge, life 4, or risky, and those are basically the same thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of hard to... Like, they might have to have a new gauge system if there were to be a Dawn system. Just because it doesn't seem like having the 419s, or I guess there's Endemion now, I always forget. Um, having four of the 19s for Kaiden on, like, Life 4. Like, I don't know if anyone would be able to do that. What about score-wise, rather than rather than life? It's possible, like... Like, you have to double-A them all or something? Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I think for DDR, that's probably a better indicator than passing... Really, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, that, that like actually getting a decent score because you could, it's so much easier to mash through stuff on DDR than yeah. it is on. You do have a limited set of buttons that you can actually or sensors that you actually can activate. So it's like just yeah, yeah, yeah. Mashing is easier. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of it's really interesting. I would love to see something happen, but I don't know what they would have to change from the 2DX like formula to get it into a good state for DDR. It'd be really cool. Like I hope that I would be Kaiden. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like it's scary to think like if they really love like the 19s like in, like as the KAC rules sort of outline. I don't know if I'd be kind. Of, <laughs> I had to like play them a oh, bunch man. on life four or something. I'd just be like, well, I'll just be like tenth down forever yeah, or something. Like, let's let's just raise the ceiling over what everybody is capable of actually doing right now, and then 
We'll give them something. Well, I think like Hudson and Fafems and Chris could probably like if it was just nineteens, they could mm-hmm. like probably do it. Maybe, maybe. It's, it's just it depends on what their their yeah. requirements are for passing. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the last song in the Kaiden course could be like a secret song that you can only cool. play. On that would be pretty course. cool. Has that ever happened in Two DX? They have special courses you can use to unlock songs occasionally. So it'll be like three songs that exist in the game already, with some theme connecting them and the unlock song that you get to to play. They did like, but long... the song is known. Did they do uh, Shakunetsu Part Two? Was that one no? Of them? That was a oh, special a special mode you could access in Pendulum. Oh, never mind. But yeah, they've, they've done, like, they've they've done, done... Some similar stuff with DDR, like in Max Two when they had uh, Oni, Oni courses. courses. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. only play the nonstop mega mixes there. Yeah. Same oh, thing on Extreme before everything was unlocked. You could only play PSMO on uh, Legend Road. Oh, really? And in so, Supernova yeah. One, they had. Felm and Fax Oni were yeah. only accessible in courses. Yeah. Uh, well, or extras. Oh, yeah. You could also get them extras. No, no. He's talking about Oni. Oh, oh, Oni. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I always forget Challenge. that those existed yeah. in Supernova. Yeah. 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 Just no one like, could actually. Yeah, do you can actually play it. Like, <laughs> Kenpo could do it, but yeah. no one else. Yeah. And then uh, in the groove had uh, their marathon courses with. Um, oh, God. In, in ITG1, you couldn't play Liquid Moon ex- oh, yeah. except right. for yeah. on Energy. Wow, uh, the yeah, energy I forgot about marathon that. course. Yeah. So it's not uh, exactly easy. Yeah. Probably not for people in that era. Too. No, but it, it motivated me to because I really like the song, and so it motivated me to play mod courses more. So that's kind of you know, there's not much left remaining. I guess extra exclusive sort of, but like now a bunch of them are unlocked. It's kind of interesting. Like I I would love to see some sort of course mode come back for this purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. It'd be because yeah. be exciting. Yeah. That's one thing. It's been out since X3, if you can believe it. It's been quite a few years since we've had like an actual course mode in DDR. Or even like right. not like non-stops like yeah any, any like, type of courses could yeah. be non-stop yeah. or Oni or just something any, else. Anything. Wouldn't it be so sick if they just exactly. like literally brought back like Legend Road? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, so they good. could make a pretty oh, serious yeah. Legend Road. Yeah. yeah. Like they could have like because they had like Paranoia Brothers like in, in Supernova 2 or whatever. They had like all the different like the old Legend Road the new Boss Rush. Yeah. 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 All of that kind of stuff. That'd be so, so cool. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> like, it, like, it couldn't happen. Well, I'm just, I'm skeptical because it w- it existed for so long, and then they, like, deliberately took it out. Right. And so, like, that omission is, like, I don't know, it doesn't yeah. make me feel good. It doesn't bode well. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like maybe they don't want people to play a six-song set anymore. Yeah, I sort of so. felt, well, I mean, it well, still could be four songs. You just wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to have the legacy ones. Right. I don't. I mean, I think course mode with four songs is great. Like, I never wanted. People used to play like World Tour oh, on God. Extreme. Yeah, like, I, did, I did that songs. all the time. Yeah, you just get your money's worth if it's like. Well, okay, with six songs though, does it really take that much more time? Because you're taking out all of the. the well, they're not. They're not looking songs. at like. Yeah. Konami's not looking at like menu the, the menu timers. I wish they were. I, every time I use the menus now, I'm like, how could they remove the number of screens that I have to go through in order to do this? <laughs> yeah. It, there's so much stuff that they could do there. Yeah. yeah. I just think they're 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 not going to try to say like, "Oh yeah, you can play this mode that lets you play six songs and arcade operators are probably like, "Whoa, like that's going to take away my profits or something." Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. going to like I, I'd say five max. It'd be cool though. I don't know. Legend Road. Oh, I'm bad at Legend Road. I don't, I don't want to play Legend Road. I could do that on stream and be bad at it there. You could have a June course. Oh, man. Don't you, don't you toy with my heart like that. <laughs> and then it ends with Paranoia Hades. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so real quick, I want to shout out a really cool guy on Twitter who just had an incredible accomplishment. So Ginex Yasu, I don't know if anyone uh, is aware of this guy, but he has some of the most MFCs in the world. 
uh, Japanese player, and he just got Saber Wing Expert MSC'd. Oh my god. Can we, like, does anyone know how bad that it's is? It's like, insanely how... off sync. Yeah. <laughs> so the BPM's wrong. <laughs> like, That's a the, good start. The BPM is wrong. In the slowdown, it's, like, supposed to be a third of, like, 224 or something. And it's, like, 72 instead. What? And so it's, like, just wrong. <laughs> like, in every way, shape, and form. So you, it gets gradually later and later. <laughs> and, like, I have, like, 20 perfects on it. It's it very is, hard. It is... It was picked by Chris, like, twice. And he picked the, the expert and the challenge in Idola last year, and I totally got bodied by it. And I'm just, like, I'm just scrolling through, oh, look, TL, TL, whatever. And, yeah, he's the first person in the world to get it, and I'm just, like, amazed. So, just... tell us a little bit about him. Well, so, Japanese player, he's been playing for a long time. Uh, he's been a KAC finalist. Um, he likes Pokemon Go a lot. Um, nice, nice. He's such a nice guy. He like he's really nice. His and, English is pretty good. Yeah, and he speaks English. like he'll like reply to like people's scores like like me and Andy and I think even Roger. Yeah. Like he'll like reply. I'll be like, oh, I love your score. You know, great <laughs> score. Like he's just such a. It seems like a, such a positive person. Yeah, I got to meet him at KAC this past year, and uh, he's just like very very nice. I'm his English is very good. It's very impressive. Um, I think he plays in, he plays somewhere in Tokyo. He plays on a red cap. Yeah, he, uh, and sometimes a black cap, I think. Mm. But, uh, he has a really, like, interesting play style. He's kind of, like, tippy-toes still. But he's mm. trying to break into, like, 15, he's trying to, like, get the 15 and 16 folders. Mm. Whereas, like, historically, he's been very much about just getting MFCs on lower difficulties. And I think it's, like... He's definitely, that. he's definitely motivated, though, by, like, Andy and Dalton and Roger and everyone. Like, I really... That's one of the greatest things about DDR is, like, the cross-country, like, collaboration and rivalry that's going on. Yeah. Like, it's, I think he's really, really motivated seeing a bunch of Americans who have had access to ITGs, so like, 15s and 16s are kind of cake. But, uh, like, so I think he's, like, trying to reach that level that a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people sitting yeah, here and a lot of Yeah, there's no reason that, like, if he's able to MFC 14s, that he can't MFC 15s. Or even PFC know? 15s. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. he's just trying to PFC the, the yeah. folder and... But I think it is, it actually, like, seeing his scores, he actually does get, like, within the 20s and 30s on, like, or, like, even 40s on some 15s. And I think it's harder for me to, like, recognize that that's such a huge, there's, like, such a huge gap. But it really... It is. If you didn't play in the groove that much, I think you just aren't that good at streaming 160 or something and being able to MFC it consistently. Mm -hmm. Like, MFC runs, basically. So, I don't know, it's just really, it's really interesting uh, that the competition has sort of, like, elevated the level in Japan as well, and... Um, I hope it continues. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, just... it, it's so, like, the whole international aspect is cool. I mean, he speaks English, but, like, so many other, you know, international players don't. Yeah. But, like, if you see a score on Twitter, like, the score speaks for itself yeah. most of the time, and then Twitter translate doesn't really help most of the time once, Twitter, especially Twitter with, doesn't speak for anybody. especially with korean it's really oh, bad yeah. but but like you can look at the score and and nope that's the score that this person got like like without having any other communication yeah, yeah. Right. It, it's 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 send, a, little, send them a fave faves are translated yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's binary a, a heart, yeah. a heart is a heart in any language <laughs> is it ine on uh on twitter as well no i don't think so i think uh it's only Instagrams that Ine. Well, I thought Facebook is... Like, yeah, Facebook's Facebook like is Ine. I don't know. Charles, what is it? 
Oh, it is? On Twitter? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. So that's just the universal fave. It's Ine. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's actually it's good, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, he said it was uh, He said it was the first time he's gotten the slowdown white, like white combo. Oh, wow. And he oh, wow. was able to get the rest. That's in, that's just incredible to me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So uh, give him a follow. He's Ginex Yasu on, uh, like, G-I-N-X-Y-A-S-U uh, on Twitter. Give him a follow. He's a cool guy. You'll see some good scores. And if you're listening, omedetto. Omedetto gozaimasu. <laughs> I, I don't know if he listens. That'd be cool if he was. Um, what else should we go through? Um, well, we were talking about Boss Rush earlier, so. Yeah. Uh, we ba- were talking. Ba- uh, yeah. Boss Rush. Boss Rush 2. God, that's a tongue twist. <laughs> it's Boss Rush. Boss Rush. It's Boss Rush 4 is the, is the hard oh, thing. Oh, it's the hard yeah. thing. Okay. So um, we were just we were sort of right before uh, we were talking about or before right before we started the show we were sort of talking about Kaiden. Someone made a, a comment that like Kaiden on 2DX is the equivalent of Boss Rush Four on Supernova Two, um, which I don't know if that's entirely accurate, but it got us thinking about Supernova Two a little bit. And one thing I thought might be interesting uh, for uh, some episodes of Tap is if we kind of like do a little deep dive into one of the mixes and sort of talk about what it did for the game. And uh, some of our favorite songs, some good memories, some songs we may have lost, you know, in the in the wind, in the sands of time. Um, and Oliver also is—he uh, basically started on Supernova Two. I'm a baby. So this is, I think, is a good time to—we'll uh, do a little deep dive on Supernova Two and talk about some uh, some good things, some maybe not so good things about it, and uh, how it's held up over and the years. I can learn from you guys because Supernova Two is about when I switched over to ITG. And so, I think yeah, that's the case ignored. for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really play it a whole lot either. Yeah, the availability yeah. for SN2 was not not ideal. Yeah. It seemed like most places that had Supernova didn't upgrade. So Probably so because it's, it happened so soon after Supernova. Yeah, so to give a little bit of context, Supernova 1 came out in 2005, and then Supernova 2 was 2006. Well, Supernova 2, I think it came out in 2006. It was tested in 2005. Yeah, Supernova 1 or Supernova was 1... Was tested in 2005 and then came out in 2006. I thought it was less than a year behind... 2006, new DDR mix. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Supernova. <laughs> Supernova. Okay, fine. You got me. I think also, the... if anybody hasn't seen that video... Oh, yeah, Google move over for Supernova. Or I'll just tweet at me and I'll give you the link. It's... it's... We'll, it, like absolute must watch. We'll just we'll tweet it from the SFM. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think I I, I don't think I've seen it actually. I think oh I have to my watch. god! <laughs> I, I almost want to pause this episode so oh. we can get Oliver up to speed, but, but I won't do that. You we'll, guys we'll edit it in post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So right, but it so Supernova two also came out in two thousand six. Then it came out in two thousand seven. Oh man. Okay, I'm a yeah. year off. Whatever. Yes, yeah, actually, I I went to the location test of both Supernova and Supernova two. And both of the location tests were in Chicago. And uh, for Supernova 2, like we, we were really excited that they came out with another mix so soon after Supernova. Because, you know, Supernova, while it wasn't perfect, it was, it was the first new version of DDR in four years. And it was a lot of new content. And we were just like, okay, well, if, if this last one was... If it existed, yeah. maybe they're going to make it better. Yeah. And... Uh, so I went with Steve, Sharon, Renatalis, and a couple of our other friends. We drove from Ohio to Chicago to play it. And we were like some of the first people to get there in the morning. And we stayed all day. I think we went back, we went back the next day. Um, but basically, 
it, the the first things we noticed were Marvelous was enabled. Oh yeah, first mix to have Marvelous enabled in normal gameplay. In normal gameplay, we could talk for hours about that. But <laughs> yeah, even even though Extreme also had it during location test, but right, oh, okay. interesting. Wow. Um, yeah, Supernova Two, the the timing, yeah, the, the Marvelous timing was 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 there, and there were like what forty new songs, something like that, fifty. Uh, yeah, I think like fifty or something. Yeah, yeah. and it was blue. And so, an interesting thing from like an operator's perspective is that at least in America, they didn't sell, uh, or did they? Wait, did they sell upgrade kits? They did. Actual upgrade kits. It was really, but it was hard. Really rare. Yeah, like it was. A lot of times, you see Supernova Two cabinets that are they actually have like the the decals on the side that are Supernova Two because they were bought as Supernova Two cabinets. Mm -hmm. But I don't think a lot of operators were able to get upgraded kits for supernova and i don't they certainly didn't exist for uh to upgrade from older black style cabinets so they they did actually i've never seen a u.s supernova in a uh a u.s supernova 2 in a black cabinet oh i have really yeah they definitely exist they they existed although there were very few of them interesting uncommon I'm not sure if this it was, is shattering maybe, maybe it was hacked or maybe Betson did something weird. Yeah, that but, is actually that's very possible. Betson I, does some like under the counter weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I could see something weird happening, but Location Test was was pretty great actually. We got to talk to Konami the whole time. It was just four guys. Probably Naoki Okada was there and, and Oh yeah. Uh I think uh Yoshigo Ota, the guy who Oh yeah, the guy the producer. The producer of Bimani was yeah. there and yeah, we got to talk to them about charts and stuff a little bit and we couldn't speak japanese and they couldn't really speak english but it was it was good conversation yeah we told them all the songs that we liked i remember when we first like were just scrolling through the song list and we heard why not we were we all just kind of flipped out we were like i still you need to put like 10 million songs like this in there (laughs) yeah that was the first song I ever played on DDR, by the way. That's it's really that was, the, that was the one that caught my attention. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like, it's, like, a, like... It's the rainbow banner, and it's <laughs> yeah, sounds like had happy a comma as hell. in there. I won't yeah. the location <laughs> test. Yeah. Why not? Comma. <laughs> Took that right out. Trust us. <laughs> I remember that night, away. Steve. Uh, Steve made the step file for why not, and we uploaded that to somewhere. Nice. <laughs> it's a great song. Uh, nice. So nice, Darwin. I think it was the first first mix to really feature Darwin, right? Yeah, it was. So it was like uh, he, pr- I think he, like arranged a love. Uh, what's the song? Not a love like this. Uh, a thing called love. Yes, a thing called love. Um, so he had a hand in that. He did. Uh, what else was from Supernova? I'm thinking of like waiting for you. He, he has from a couple X. aliases, right? It's like yeah, well, he, DDT, DDT. Yeah. Um, I thought he did more in Supernova too, but maybe not. You said no, waiting I think for that you. Was a... Waiting for you was an X. Right. Oh, that was an X. Okay. Yeah. Um, we could, well, I can't wait for the deep dive where we talk about X. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Remy Wiki has a whole lot of fun facts about Supernova 2, <laughs> oh. uh, in case we all forgot, but, uh, in, introduced 0.52x and more 0.5 speed oh. modifiers. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, because Supernova 1 still had 1, 2, 3, 5, and 8, uh, from the extreme heyday. Yeah. Um... More fun stuff. Uh, oh, a song's title and artist information is now listed in game. Oh yeah, that's carried. That stayed in since Ace. Um, yeah, and the, the character cut. Kind oh of yeah, animations. the, the cut-ins. So does that does that still happen in Ace? No, it no. doesn't happen. So that was like in. I know it was in X three. Did it get removed? No, it was in twenty thirteen. Did it get removed in twenty fourteen? It was very distracting. I think it was. Well, 
it was really bad in X3 because if you were playing uh, two player, like you're both on darkest, uh, the cut ins would happen in the middle of the screen, like sort oh. of in the middle of the column, but it would be above the darkness. Like the opacity <laughs> oh, was like man. one. Oh, uh, that's a bug. So it it just like <laughs> all of a sudden like somebody's the right the Z axis. The right side of like if you're playing one P, like the right arrows were like partially obscured by the the character oh, cut ins. And I, they eventually fixed... I think they fixed it in 2013 and then took it out in 2014. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like, we're not going to deal with this anymore. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it was the, the, uh, the last game where you could not select uh, mods on Encore Extra Stage. Hmm. At least that's what Remy Wiki says. Wait. Last Dance Dance Revolution game wherein a player cannot set options on Encore Extra Stage or in Challenge Mode. Is that right? That doesn't sound right. You can't do it. Well, you, you, can't, can't, you yeah. can't do Encore Extra Stage in any mix, right? Well, Remy Wiki's wrong then. So it's, unless, they, it's, unless it's, they mean like it's forced to be one point five reverse every time, in which case I don't, I don't, I don't, I never got Encore Extra. I don't, I don't know. I think well, because Encore Extra stays changed a little bit. They did like uh, it used to be that you you couldn't uh, like it wasn't like it is in like for Endemion to Ace for Aces where it's just like it stops that song and like brings you into a new one right away. Where it actually like you went through song like the. You song the song. Screen. Like you went through the song select screen. Like you did that for Max to Supernova Two at least, and then at least X Three. I remember picking Unbelievable, which was one of the first encore extra stages. So maybe that's what they're talking about. I don't really know. Mm. But, it says a new scoring system is introduced, replacing the old one. Oh yeah, how well, can we yeah. forget? Yeah, man, super. That's, so that's very important. Yeah, yeah. So the first mix, I guess, in tying in with the whole marvelous thing, but um, like the whole marveluses are worth full points. Perfects are worth 10 fewer, and then greats are worth, like, half, and now they're worth 60% um, in Ace. So Ace got another scoring tweak. tweak. Yeah. Because um, Supernova changed it so that you could get a grade of AAA, like, even if you didn't tr- actually AAA the song. No, that, no. Supernova was Super- still old AAAs. Well, like, Supernova was still old triple A's, but Supernova 2, yes, like yes. Dalton, Dalton said. Oh, sorry, did you say Supernova 2? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Supernova 2, you could get yeah. greats. Yeah. Right. That's maybe, like the whole 990K became no, I, Yeah, maybe I'm completely misremembering. Yeah, Supernova I, 1 was like, it's very, actually similar to Extreme in, in, in a lot of ways. I, okay, my brain is... It's been it's been a while. It's yeah, good no, to go I, back and recap. I, I swear people, were, people like complained about like... With Supernova One, like oh, you, you can't get triple A's, or yeah. you can get triple A's even. No, that no, was yeah, Supernova Two. Oh, man. It, was, it was when the triple A just lost its meaning. Yeah, people, <laughs> if you weren't around back then, people were livid because it like. But back then, PFC, Perfect Full Combo, and Triple A, the grade, were synonymous. Yeah. So but they, they did have the little yellow circle though. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they, yes. So they started like it was like Triple A. In Supernova Two, and then like you get a little yellow circle that said Perfect Full Combo. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, well, even like. Put the letters there. Perfect full combo. Actually, I remember being mad about that too. Yeah, um, <laughs> I remember vaguely hearing something about that, but I was like, I, I can't new. care. I was like, I was yeah. getting B's. I was excited to get an A once in a while. Yeah. So. One thing that's fun though is that they didn't have. I remember watching someone grind out Raspberry Heart on like basic or beginner like forty times just to see what would happen if you got a marvelous full combo because that was the first game where you could really do that and see yeah. it on the song select. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really disappointed because it. It, he like zooms in 
once once he finally gets it and just says perfect full combo still. Oh, and there was yeah. no concept of like marvelous full combo. Maybe they didn't think anyone would do it. Wow. Um, well, it was really hard. It's very hard on <laughs> Supernova Two. Marvelous timing on Supernova Two is just the most frustrating thing, especially if you go back and play after playing Ace. Yeah. You're just like. Why are you giving me these perfect? Yeah. Like I, I know that I'm stepping mostly on the. Yeah. Was it significantly different from 2013 timing? Nope. I think it was still harder. I don't. I don't know. Well, I think that the move from game engines, like the, yeah, they, they there's going to be differences. That's true. Yeah. So, I didn't play enough Supernova Two to really like lock in on the uh, on the it's marvelous really window, but I did get my first MFC on Supernova Two. Nice. So I got Freeway Shuffle Expert. Which I was very, very proud of. And that's why you earned the license plate. Yeah, so I have my license plate as Freeway Shuffle, which is fun. Um, but, uh, so speaking of which, what are some favorite songs from Supernova 2? Everybody uh, bust out I mean, their phones. I, I was just about <laughs> to mention Freeway Shuffle because it's a very good song. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to bring up this list again. Tomorrow too, Perfume, which one is that from? Supernova 1. Supernova 1. Yeah. I like so, that one. Uh, I'm going to throw out a bunch here. So, uh, Me Against the Music, one of the licenses that, uh, it's, like, it's a Madonna song, I think, and it was covered by Helen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's very strange. I, I got the first PFC of that in the U.S. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, the location test? It really yeah, was location, location test. Music. So, uh, My Favorite Things, which is like, yes, oh, the, the yeah. sound, uh, sound of the, sound... Of music? Sound of, the sound of music. Yes, that's what it's called. Uh, it's like a remix of that with Allison Wade, who sings, uh, a thing called Love. It's just like it's just like a groovy. I don't know why it's so and good. And Sunkiss Drop. Yes. Mm. And Jeff, your one of your favorite songs. I have so many. Please. Angelus. Oh yeah, Angelus. And Unbelievable too. I forgot about. No, that's no, that's, not, that's, no, that's, that's the other. That's, that's a cover of Unbelievable. Y'all, Unbelievable. Oh jeez. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Sparky remix right. is from yes. uh, X3, X3, which is not a remix of that song. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a remix. Oh, Oliver. Please, we need we need a mashup of. We do not. Please don't <laughs> no, do that. No, actually, yeah. No, no, we don't. We do. <laughs> no, that's not a thing that's happening. Sorry. Oh, two months off. That was a good one too. Oh, two months off is really good. I didn't like two months. It was. Off. It was a really it easy was, chart. It was, but... it was really groovy, and back when I didn't have like the capacity to do complicated rhythmic things, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Bloody tears, which is a very good song, but not a good chart. It's or it's a very from... undercharted. Mm-hmm. Chart. Yeah, undercharted. So Supernova Two still felt like in the mire of. Like, still figuring out how to make good charts. Like, they seem to want to push the difficulty envelope a little bit. Um, you saw that in, so like, a lot of the boss songs from Supernova 2, just to recap, like, Pluto, uh, Pluto Relinquish. Pluto uh, Relinquish, man. Yeah. The, the challenge on, on that, on Supernova 2, it's just crazy. Yeah. I don't, I guess just, it, it's hard for the sake of being hard, almost. It was wrong. It actually got fixed in a lot of ways. It was in, very in, wrong. In future mixes. But, like, there wasn't that much in, like, the sweet spot of, like, nines. There were a lot of, like, sevens and eights. And then they had, like, the tens, which were incredibly hard. Um, but and they, they also just made some, like, really rash rating mistakes. Like, Paranoia Haze, which came out in Supernova 2, was just, like, we don't know what you thought it was, it was nines an eight. and eights were. It's an eight on difficult, I think. Yes. That got re-rated to a 15. <laughs> yeah. on, like, I just got that a couple days ago. Yeah, that's nuts. Like, yeah, they... Uh, it's a pretty hard eight. Unreal is from Supernova Two. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of Black Rose Garden. That was the uh, that was the extra stage. Yes, on, mm-hmm. especially in location test. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, it's either Encore. It wasn't Encore, right? It was no, just Encore was stage, Encore was NGO. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. god, there's so much. Well, I don't know. So, in my opinion, Supernova Two hasn't held up that well. It's really interesting. I've read recently on a few forums and stuff that some people really love Supernova Two. 
And maybe, like, do you... Hello, that's me. <laughs> so, so, can you explain your love for Supernova 2 to someone who may be a skeptic like me? I think you'd have to really come into the game around that time. Okay, um, you think the nostalgia yeah. factor is... The nostalgia factor is pretty heavy with that one. Like, the boss songs, for the most part, are pretty adrenaline-inducing. Like, Pluto Relinquish, you guys are all kind I of... I love like, that song. It, it is a good song. Yeah, like... The first time I saw it played, I was just like, I was like gripping onto the seat for dear life. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Why do you need but, Konami original songs? Well, I didn't know what that was back then. Yeah, but so. you also had NGO and Unreal. We, yeah, we, I pretty like. And Trip Machine Phoenix. Okay, Unreal. None, none of which are good. Unreal was like all the, like, I, I guess not great players. Like, that was the hardest thing to us for the longest time because it had so many jumps and the patterns didn't make sense to us, but. I remember it still like, makes sense to I, me. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I played Supernova 2, but it was the home version. <laughs> I so you got Eternus and... and uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Tindus, uh, Can't Stop the Rain by Cascada. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, and there was a, like a, there was, there was a gold another. frap song or there something. There was. Uh, and they was had it? like a weird mission mode thing. Where that thing was, it was, it was really cool. Cr- yeah, there, there were some really hard ones. There were some, there were some mission mode in Supernova 2 home version where you like they were like okay this song is off sync you're gonna have to get marvelous and you're just like they just like changed the offset yeah. of the song yeah. <laughs> wow and, it's and, good training and, and there, was, there was stuff where you like had to play du- like double or I, I don't right, know right they had like mixed double mode like you had to play uh, what was it you had to play a double chart as on, on a single pad yeah, something it just, like, like that. just mentally translate both pads to overlap onto one. Yeah. <laughs> Volcano did that. Volcano yeah, did that. I, I don't know. Oh, it, they were very, very difficult gimmicky things. Yes. What is it? B- BSGS? Big Stupid Guitar Songs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Volcano and Fire came from Supernova 2? Yeah, I, I don't really understand why Volcano Volcano was actually the uh, like the final stage in, in the location test okay. where you had to play Volcano on final stage in order to get Unreal on extra stage okay. in order to get NGO on one more right. extra stage. I right. feel like they were still in a, a phase of DDR's life where higher BPM meant harder. That's, yeah. That's and probably Volcano true. is pretty high. It's like that's what, true. 240. 240. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I hate big stupid guitar songs. <laughs> um, we, we love them. They're like guitar music on this Guitar Hero knockoff. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so uh, there's also the... Uh, Groove Radar special songs. Oh, oh yeah. my oh, god! Wow, <laughs> <laughs> all of us collectively groaning. Okay, so Fucked up bullshit. <laughs> Keep so, it clean for the radio. <laughs> uh, we have a clean rating on iTunes. I, I learned that. That's great. Which is not. <laughs> Shh. Much, and no one report us, please. Um, so they they tried to do this thing. There were a couple like events that happened. One of them was um, like the Groove Radar event things where basically they took old songs and they threw like one of the five items on the groove radar at it and they made it like a special version so let's see if i can remember them a- uh, am3p chaos, chaos special chaos. uh d2r free special uh brilliant to you stream special uh be for you voltage special <laughs> we know oh, what a pile God. of hot garbage that is <laughs> And, what about the double though? Uh, even worse. Oh man. Uh, oh god. I, I just get nightmares thinking about the double. Um, and then I just had it. Uh, Dynamite, Dynamite Rave, Rave Air Special, special yeah. which is the easiest. And of seen. course, you know, Dead End. Oh yeah, yeah. And then and then it culminated with Dead End Groove Radar Special, where they basically tried to max out the Groove Radar on everything. And when you do that, you get 
dead end group radar special. <laughs> so if you're earning one, just is beautiful. Just F beautiful. BS in that chart. It's just it's the only 18 that has not been PFC. Yes. Other than or no, mm. Pepem's gotten Demion. Yeah, many times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Chris has it as well. Um, so yeah, like that. Think about that as a legacy of like Supernova Two creating one of the hardest 18 to PFC. In 2007. Yeah. Yeah. It's been and 10 years. Basically as a joke. Years. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. I wonder if they ever thought anyone would PFC it. I mean, some people suspect that there's code in the game that, like, <laughs> that, protects like, against the PFC happening. Yeah. Dude, I saw a video for Sony, like, two weeks ago, and he gets past all the hard parts, and then right in, like, the final speed up, he just, in the... He just gets a great. Oh, no. Like, imagine if it actually was oh, coded. That you just be. get a great. <laughs> that would be the biggest It just, like, troll. shrinks just, the window progressively. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, yeah. Like, it, like, every step, it's like, like if not great, like, give a higher percentage chance of a great yeah. on the next step. It just step. gets narrower like, and narrower. Oh, my, oh my goodness. It could. DDR gotcha. Yeah. At its early consideration. Wait, gotcha or gamble? Yeah. Like, gotcha pun. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Wait, what? Gotcha pun? Like, with, with randomness. Oh, I see yeah. what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So there's a song. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm getting a little confused because Gotcha, the theme from Starsky and Hutch, yeah. is oh. a song in TDR and it's one of the hardest <laughs> in PFC. It's really hard. <laughs> it's like in fourth mix plus and I have oh, to get it on then, solo. And, and, and then it's... you meant Gamble from like 2DS. Yeah. So, oh. so, uh, when you said Gotcha. Uh, okay, I... okay. DDR loot boxes. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Okay. There we go. That's Sorry. a very modern term that everybody should know. Yeah. I actually know Gotcha as like G-A-C-H-A better than I know that. But anyway. Um, unrelated, but I noticed that uh, Naoki Maeda's uh, Twitter profile is change before you have to. <laughs> what does that mean? It you means he's mean, always evolving. He's he always, always he always coming up with more FWS. <laughs> he always packs two pairs of underwear wherever he goes. That's fair. <laughs> oh, so, nice. uh, so, as far as like uh, the legacy, like how how well has stuff translated into like the Ace era? Do you think? Roger, I, I find myself. Going over the, like through the folder and not really stopping, oh, like not really being too happy about playing any, any of those songs, and yeah. which is kind of in stark contrast to how I felt about Supernova Two at the time. I was really excited about it, and you know I, I liked a lot of the music. Some of the greatest stuff from that mix isn't in there anymore. Like some like the licenses aren't aren't there. Of yeah, course, I think the licenses were pretty strong, honestly. Yeah, yeah. and but... uh, Angelus, Angelus wasn't. Uh, carried over. Please don't, don't really remind great. me. I miss Angelus so much. So yeah, Angelus was actually the only license to get into X two. Um, the rest went over into X, but uh, then got removed right after. And a lot of the feelings that I had about Supernova two, like when I first played Supernova two, I was really excited about being able to play Fascination Max and Fascination Eternal Love Mix in normal gameplay mode, yeah, yeah, which yeah. we couldn't do in Supernova. Yeah. But like as successive mixes came out that became less associated with Supernova 2 for me. So, like, that part just kind of got decoupled. And I, you know, now it's like, it's just about the songs and the charts. And the Groove Radar special stuff is kind of iffy. It's, so. it's like gimmicky. Like, I think one day I was trying to get the, the streams, but, or no, AM3P Chaos, which has, like, weird crossovers and stuff. Yeah, in it, it tries to like, do the same thing as, like, the original, but with 16ths and 8ths. yeah. And it's got like these wrong green notes. Yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> is, it, is that still that way? Yeah, and, they're in the double chart at least. Oh yeah, in the in the gallops. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. some of the gallops are just it's like, like really tight. one's green and one's yellow, and you're like, yeah. why? 
So if ah. we got all the licenses are gone, and we got Angelus is gone, and we got... What's the point? The Groove Radar <laughs> specials, and if you if you kind of, like, discount those, then, like, what's left to me is basically we have Why Not, A Thing Called Love, Silver Platform, and Pluto Relinquish, and everything else. <laughs> and Freeway Shuffle. Freeway Shuffle oh, is Freeway so shuffle. good. There's some good stuff. It feels yeah. like... You like Captivate a lot, don't you? Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's good, although I... Oh, Poseidon. Captivate. The original Poseidon, yeah. yeah. Was Captivate from Supernova 2? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, good. good I, I feel like I don't. Maybe it's just because I didn't play it in the arcades that much, but like I don't go to the Supernova folder, Supernova 2 folder that much. No, I don't like, either. There, there's not a lot. I'm like looking through the song list and like there's Arabiata. Oh, that, yeah. That's in there. Oh, like, that, that's, that's an interesting song to talk about because yeah. that was. What, did they call that a nine? Yes. That was a nine. That they was called a nine. that a nine. That was a nine. Yeah. And I remember just picking that. I was so excited because I, you know, I we'd all, all heard the song in Papa Music. And it sounds kind of like Exotic Ethnic. So we were like, you know, I wonder if they're going to do something like Exotic Ethnic. And we played it. And it was just like, at the time, on Supernova 2, with the impossible timing, you're just like, what What are you doing? Is this a 9-footer? Like, it's so much harder than any 9-footer. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It was, also, really... it was also a 9 on double, and now it's Oh, a, yeah. It's, it's like a 16? It's a 16 now. <laughs> it's just crossovers, like, back and forth, like, all across what the What are they doing? That was, uh, I, I, I wanted to pass that song for so long. I struggled for... God. I, I think it took me, like, a year after I passed, passed Max 300 for the first time. It's like... I, I wanted that badly because I was like, this is the song that I should shine at because I love crossovers. Yeah. But it's really hard. Yeah. Isn't it? I think it's one of the only 15s on single that is entirely made up of eighth notes. Yeah. I mean, uh, Unreal, if you can, like, in the yeah, slowdown, there are no 16s. Yeah. But yeah. mostly, like, I think those two songs are basically, yeah. Like, the, like in, I mean, what is Hades? Like, Hades sort of has. Well, yeah, Hades has a lot of stuff. In the Hades slogan. has some twelfth notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Max three hundred. Oh nope, twelfth notes. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, that's but that's what, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like it's, it's, notes. it's really one hundred fifty BPM sixteenths. Yeah. Right. But like Arabiata, I I mean, you could. Argue. It's, it's just debatable. A, yeah. It's yeah. but it's at that like range. It's hard to cut in half. The, uh, the right. genre or category for pop and music, uh, Arabiata, is cyber Arabian. Nice. Nice. Very cyber. Uh, Supernova 2 also yes. g- gave us a new 10, uh, which is Trim. Was that home version? That was from home version on Supernova USCS. Ah. I played it a lot there. Um, but yeah, it, a lot of st- there was some stuff that was in, like, kind of previewed in the, in the home version of Supernova that got ported into uh, Supernova 2 Arcade. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them. Trim is... Oh man, that sure is. I always forget about it. The more, well, yeah, that too. But I mean, it's a good song. It's but, a banger. Uh, it just seems like they just missed the mark, in my opinion, on a lot of the charts. Like they were just like so close to being good, and like they were either like undercharted, like Freeway Shuffle, or a bunch Bl- of other bloody things. Tears. Uh, yeah, Bloody Ooh. Tears. Um, or they were like they went in the complete opposite direction and just made it way too hard, like for the sake of being hard. And it kind of makes you think, like, are they, you know, were they too limited by trying to compete with In the Groove, which had just come out around the time? You know, like, In the Groove 2 had been out for, like, a year or two at that point. Yeah. I, I wonder how much that factored in. And I wonder, like, maybe maybe it had something to do with who was working on the game. Yeah. Because there was a lot of speculation after Extreme ended, and between the time when Extreme ended and when Supernova came out, that, like, the DDR team... Everyone said this, that the DDR team had moved on to other projects. And the people who came 
to work on the, the new DDR stuff were all new people. Okay. I don't know if that's true. We could probably just compare the credits list if we look, really looked at it. Yeah. We heard the same thing about Ace. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's possible. Um, but um, it certainly felt like that with Supernova 2, where some of those charts, a lot of the ones that came out in Supernova 2, or Supernova 1, were from home versions, or they were just like, basically just songs they had lying around, and they crammed them all into one mix. Basically. But everything from SN2 was new, and it was really inconsistent. So yeah. who knows what caused it. It might have been some kind of thing like a staffing issue, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think just the fact that Marvelous has made their way into normal gameplay, I think that's like a an incredible milestone for the game. Um, it definitely wouldn't be the same game without it. Like, it's kind of crazy to think now, like, with how... Pre- like, well, I, I'm using prevalent with air quotes, I guess, but like... No, you're I'm, not. I can see you right well, now. Yeah, but I'm... Uh, His hands just, are just, full just, on the podcast. won't be able to. Just imagine. Um, <laughs> but like, MFCs are not like prevalent necessarily, but they definitely... Um, like, if you'd imagine if Perfects had just, like, continued, if that was just the highest judgment, like, it'd be a much different game. It would be not something people strive for. Like, I don't like I don't think I'd be nearly as interested, I definitely wouldn't be nearly as interested if Marvelous hadn't made their way into normal gameplay. And so, it's, it's interesting that they, like, finally decided then to make the push after it being in location test on Extreme. What is that, like, five years prior? Yeah. So, you know, the fact that, they, like, it took them five years to be like, okay, fine this goes in normal gameplay. For whatever reason, they decided to make that decision and then ended up shaping the game in a very interesting way. We lost 20 November. Yeah, a lot of the club version songs mm-hmm. got removed for some... like uh, No, Gentle Stress got removed in no, it got, yeah. Supernova. Yeah. It was like a Supernova few... Too. It's uh, 20 November, Be In My Paradise, Celebrate, oh, Dr. Yeah. Love, Jam Jam Reggae, Sky Go Go, Gentle Stress, uh, Jam Jam Reggae, AMD Swing Mix, and Beautiful Life. Oh yeah, Beautiful Life being... Oh, that's... It was a Supernova song. It was a Supernova song that also got removed in Supernova. Which One is thing they did in Supernova 2 as well is that that was like the first time when they started trying to fix some like broken 12th note stuff. Yeah, I can't ever get a like clarification on whether or not that happened in Supernova 2 or X. Well, it, it I think, certainly I think seemed... They had, the new songs that they added in Supernova 2 that had triplet rhythms, like Angelus, they used triplets for those, but I don't think they fixed... Much of anything until X. Maybe that yeah, was Because I, I remember trying to get I'll Make Love to You, which is like 60 BPM and it's all 12th notes. And the fun fact, the slower a song is, like Bag, the worse the, the rounding errors were for the 12th notes. So it was like impossible to get on Supernova 1 or 2. So I felt like it was like, oh, it's, it wasn't fixed, but maybe it was I, that. I, remember, it was, I think that's what wow. Ballad for You. When did Ballad for You come out? Supernova 1. 1? Right. Hmm. I just remember at the location test, we were playing a few of those songs, and some of them just seemed drastically easier. Interesting. And, of course, this is just totally anecdotal, and it was like 10 years ago, so who knows. (laughs) But maybe they got like part of the way there, or it was something like the newer songs had it. Yeah, the the newer songs definitely had it. I don't know. Some of the older songs were not fixed, though. When did they fix Vanity Angel? Wasn't that X? They did a lot of fixes in X, Yeah. yeah. like they, And that's more, less of like a, well, I guess the charts were like, wrong and the engine mm-hmm. couldn't handle them um and then they fixed part of those like both problems separately yeah um but vanity angel was batched in with a lot of songs that actually got like actual note like usually one-off note fixes uh zephyr expert max 300 um vanity angel a bunch of others so um but it looks like yeah they were like trying there were still <laughs> some some weird stuff like 
Pluto Relinquished was just, like, had rhythms that were just wrong. Yeah, and almost oh, every oh. song from before Supernova, t- from before Supernova was just totally off sync. Yeah. And they kind of fixed some of it in two, uh, but yeah, the still, s- sinking, still the sinking in Supernova 1 was very bad. Yeah, and, and they kind and of fixed some of it, but... They, they even patched it mid-Supernova yeah. 1 to fix some, try yeah. and fix some of it, but... Man, that was a weird time. It's <laughs> it's interesting that everything can be, like, patched online now. Which yeah. is just, yeah. like, a crazy comparison back to when, you know, you had to ship out, like, an install disk. And hopefully the operator still existed at that location and <laughs> yeah. care, and like was like, what is this garbage? And, like, just threw it out, probably. It has its pitfalls, too, because now it seems like Konami will, will, is okay with shipping unfinished games, too. Yeah. Yeah. So the initial release. Like, Ace, def- remember all the problems that Ace had in the very beginning? Yeah. Especially on White Cats? That's true, yeah. Basically all the timing was messed up, and then they finally, like, a month or two, it was like the, the 420 update plays it. That's right. Yeah. That uh, that fixed it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 2013 was the same way. We can yep, dive into those right. later. Yeah, so the launches were a lot, they're a lot rougher now. I yeah, think. that's true. Supernova it's, 2 was back, and X, I guess. Supernova's launch was pretty rough. Yeah, it was. It so was one of the worst. It, I don't think. Oh, it was? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's a new phenomenon. But it wasn't. I I, I see what what Buzzard's saying. That's not like. It, there's a difference between like timing. Like they didn't even seem like they tested different cabinet styles. Yeah. For Ace or 2013 or other things. At least like the songs may be a little bit off sync, but the game like didn't crash. Like 2013 had massive problems with games crashing on X cabinets. Just like. The mo- like if any stage had a monitor like the and the in the background stage like the players or the like the dancing the, the dancing characters were there yeah. but there was a monitor showing like like fire fire has the 2dx video playing in the background that could just crash <laughs> just crash the entire game I played go for the top for the first time and it just crashed the, the first like, well can't can't play that I guess the first DDR mix to use Windows so which one X uh well yeah I don't well X I don't think had uh many problems at launch it just well. <laughs> software, software think, problems. Think about that for a second. Software problems. Um, Save that for another day. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'll hopefully. I mean, if you guys like this sort of format, where you sort of reminisce about older mixes, we'll uh, try to do it with some more, and maybe some more uh, controversial ones like X or some fan loved <laughs> ones like Extreme. Uh, um, yeah, an, ex- an extreme episode. Dude, uh, we, we got to make sure like there's no news to talk about because we'll just blab about how extreme it is for hours. You no, know, I'd still really like to do an extreme tournament someday. Yeah, I mean, well, we could do one. We could. That's here. easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we all have machines. <laughs> not all. So I mean, like, like speak for yourself. Yeah, like well, a, real, a serious one though. Like not just a. Okay, we should do. A Let's do it. One, so. It's really hard to to do extreme tournaments because of how good players are now. But well, you, you there, there are formats. formats that you yeah, there's there's yeah. there's Random formats that work. with yes, yes, yes. A pre setup or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um. Well, I think that's enough about Supernova Two. If we want to move on to some questions from our yeah. Uh, Lovely listeners, you can always. You don't have to wait for us to uh, tweet out the the question link. If you have a question during the week, uh, something happens to you at the arcade, or you have a thought at the arcade, just uh, tweet at us, and we'll hopefully see it. So, anybody see any good ones? Well, I think we should go over tap set of the week while we're looking through these questions. Um, this week's tap set of the week? Yeah. Well, no, the the, the previous, previous set. Oh, the previous so set. Thank yeah. you to everyone who uh, submitted. Or sent their scores into us. I think yeah. Telperion's going to read off the names. So we have we have uh, Louis at Model FT2 Miracle, which I assume this person likes to play Gidodora. Um, we have Jeff at Lao Loser. 
Uh, Rad Rod also played the set at Rad underscore Rod on Twitter. Um, Josh Hovanis, and he is one of those lucky people that got his real name as his Twitter handle. Ooh. <laughs> so then we have Hopeless at Phenomenal underscore TA, who played it on double. And, well, I also played it on double, but what's what's new, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everyone who submitted, and uh, let, let's let's do the taps, we'll like, uh, give the, the songs for the taps out of the week. Sure. Uh, uh, well, we'll, <laughs> let, we'll let Oliver kick this yeah. one off. Okay, so uh, to kind of tie into what we were just talking about, and I decided this actually before we decided to talk about Supernova 2 at all, um, my tap set of the week song is coming from Supernova 2. It is Vem Brinkar. So That's this another is... one. We didn't even talk about that, but it's a we, good song. We, we didn't. And I'm glad we didn't because now I can talk about it because I feel like I have more of an emotional attachment to it. Okay. It was just a, it was just a really fun song with a little bit of rhythmic difficulty that I, I really enjoyed listening to more than anything. Like I got into these games for the music, first of all. But I really, I really just like listening to the song. And it's complicated enough that it takes a little bit of practice. Like You have to be fairly good to get a good score on it. But... It's not fast. It's like uh, an 11 on new scale, I think. And it's really comfortable to play. The patterns flow really well on single and double. So I think that's the... My pick is Vem Brinkar. Nice. Uh, my pick is You Are a Star, which is uh, also not from Supernova 2. It's from X2. But uh, it's a real nice song, and it's got kind of a tricky chart on Challenge. It's a 13 on Challenge, or a 12 on Expert. And uh, yeah, it's just a really good song. It is a good song. It gets you hype. Yeah. Hyped. Speaking of getting hyped, though <laughs> Jeff will disagree with this, my pick is uh, La Libertad. Mm. <laughs> so my memory of La Libertad is I was able to PFC it on Sightread. Oh, the so, challenge wow. or the expert? Uh, the challenge. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's, yeah. that's not an easy chart to PFC. I, yeah, I really like the challenge, which is a 14. I think it's a 12? I think it's a 12. 12, 12, yeah. 12, 12 14. The 14, yeah. I, I just felt like it was really predictable. So maybe that's why. Yeah, it... I, I don't goes, know why, but really it just it gets me so excited, like, just listening to the song. I don't know. Like, it, it's not the kind of song that I, I think I would normally like, but for some reason, just the song and the step chart just go so well together, and uh, it just feels, it feels sort of classic a little bit. Like, it feels a little bit older than it is. It's from X2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it has gallops, which I normally don't like, but... They, for, they kind of work. But they work they in work it. They work pretty well I, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it is about the song, but um, it's just... It's very fun. It's yeah. very atypical. Like, it's not the so- sort of song you would think would fit, but it kind of does. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm less of a fan than other people, but I do <laughs> acknowledge its merits. Do you feel like it's pretty similar to, like, Spanish Snowy Dance and the other Latin sort of Latin <laughs> Oh, I prefer uh, it way more than Spanish Snowy Dance. I definitely would play Labrador. Labor it's Latin definitely Latin. easier than Spanish Snowy Dance. I, it's also more fun. Yeah, it's opinion. just... I don't know. It's just fun. I need to play it more. Yeah. I, good. It's one of those I forget about, but then when I, like, scroll past it, I'm like, ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Save that one for your last one, maybe. I remember it having a pretty cute double track, too, so... Mm. I didn't, I'll need to play that yeah. as well. When my don't, ankle, don't, don't trust my memory on X2. When my ankle well. heals. Oh, no. Oh, so, oh man. Oh, do we want to mention the, uh, the tournament really quick? Oh, yeah. So there's a couple tournaments coming up. Yeah. Um, this weekend, Saturday, San Jose, California, is the... Uh, we're having a tournament at round one. Um, it's being hosted by the SF Evolved group. Yeah. Um, so come by and compete. Or just come by and say hello. We're going to be streaming it as well. So uh, stay tuned to the uh, SF Evolved Twitch channel. And uh, it's going to be up on there. We're going to have two machines this time. Not sure if we're going to stream from both machines. But at the very least, we'll make sure to 
put a lot of emphasis on the finals. And yeah, I think we're basically going to have to stream from one. And then um, top 16 will be... Yeah, top 16. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure to hold top 16 all on, on one machine so that everybody can watch. Maybe, and maybe then top Je- 8. Yeah, maybe top 8. <laughs> Depends on... Yeah, time we'll see what happens. Time, how, how, time, time constraints. And then Jeff's going to be commentating. Yeah, I'm actually not entering. Um, so I'm going to try commentating instead because I, I really enjoyed the little bit I got to do at Irvine. But I basically had to do that while I was, like, not playing a match. And, uh... I think it would be really cool. Like, I think uh, we were talking about esports a lot last week, and I think uh, one one really cool thing that a lot of esports have is, you know, commentators and really able to give, uh, you know, people that are really able to give the context around players and, in this case, songs and charts, um, so that it's as a viewer, you know, you have a lot more understanding of what's going on or, like, you know, is this, like, a rivalry that's been going on for a while? Are these, you know, have these people ever played the song before? You know, you can kind of get that, uh, that knowledge and... and watch in a more enjoyable way. So, It'll yeah. basically be a live tap episode. So come join us in the <laughs> yeah, chat. Man. I mean, it's a very long tap yeah, episode. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm likely not entering either because I'm, I still have ankle pain from making the mistake of running three weeks ago. Mm, that's don't, a, don't don't make classic that mistake. Don't do that. <laughs> it'll, it'll be interesting having Jeff not enter because that means that the, the top three is going to be less decided than usual. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing who gets into the, the you know, the top of the tournament. Yeah, yeah so this yeah. is this will be an interesting tournament because I think we have a lot of the best in the country coming, too. Um, we have some good players from L.A. and uh, one player from Texas, at least one player from Texas that I know of. Yeah, he's expressed interest and plans to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's not coming for sure, huh? I'm, I'm sure he's coming. I think he's coming, yeah. yeah. Evil yeah. Dave. Evil Dave, yeah, very good player from Texas. Um, looking forward to uh, how he shakes things up, especially with the Southern California community. Yeah, it's, it's so. gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think anything could happen. Is Sappy I, coming too? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, yes, Sappy is coming. Yes. Okay, if you're listening, Sappy, make sure you come. <laughs> really, I really like he he does really well in tournaments too. Yeah, yeah. he's got very impressive. He's got a level head. Yeah, but um, between I mean like between Sappy, Roger, Jerry. Steven. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Wow. The call out. I kid. I kid. Steve, the call? I, like, I, I haven't beaten Steven at a tournament. Like, it, Steven and I, like, Ninja Far, for those who don't know, like, we started playing together in Fresno. Or rather, I had been playing for a long time, and he started playing and then played every day for six months and got better than me. <laughs> so I think the, la- I think the oh. last time I beat him in a tournament was like 2010 or something. Maybe not even, maybe 2008. Uh, another amazing, consistent player. Um, I was really Im- impressed with his performance at Irvine. Yeah. Uh, he was able to... His stamina was just incredible. Yeah, he was, like, in the loser's bracket and went, like, back to back to back to back to back and just, yeah. like, beat a bunch of people. Yeah. Right. And That's been, really impressive. He's been playing a lot of in the groove lately, so his uh-huh. stamina oh, yeah. should be even yeah. better. Yeah. Definitely. So. Yeah, this, this is stuff that I want to, like... Commentary should, like, include stuff like this. Exactly. Like, we have... I don't think new players realize how much old players know each other, like outside of the game, and like what kind of depth of rivalry they yeah. have with each other. Yeah. So, like this is something that I'm still new to, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I haven't been playing as long as everybody else has. So really, I, I really want to like, yeah. hear about all like the yeah. yeah. I, I think like drama. I think just, yeah, like, <laughs> I think just about every tournament that Steve and I have entered, which it's probably like close to 15 tournaments, like. We've played each other in at least 10 of them. Yeah. Like, just the way that the brackets work out and our skill levels, whatever. Like, Steven and I just always have to play each other. I'm like, cool, now I get to lose to Steven again. <laughs> but right. but I, I like that in tournaments that, like, I, I would much rather lose to somebody I'm friends with than, like, some random person I don't know. Yeah. Um, which doesn't happen all that often. But at least, like, friends that, you know, I can have more fun with the match even if I know I'm going to lose. Yeah. So, excited to see everybody. I mean, the... Yeah. the 
that's the thing about tournaments is like it's just an excuse to get everybody together. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of which, there's another tournament where East Coast people will probably be getting together yeah. at uh, Guac Underground Arcade Championship Two. Oh, it, right. In the, uh, the, the Game Underground Arcade Championship. What did I say? Guac. Yeah. You said, Guac. You said Guac. Guac Underground. Underground. Oh, that, that's Naoki's that's, a- alias. That's the California <laughs> tournament. So that's like a big, like uh, kind of KAC style, in that there are many, many games going on tournament in uh, in Massachusetts. So at Game Underground, Google it. Uh, it's somewhere in Massachusetts. It's in, it's in Natick. <laughs> it's a small is, state. You'll is, be able to find it. Yeah, which is outside Just of... Just tr- drive around. <laughs> <but> around. <laughs> Listen for, for d- the DDR songs. The stomping. Yeah. Um, and then there's also Rumble in the Prairie 9.5 yep. happening on November 17th. That's like an In the Groove tournament happening. Is that Urbana Champagne? Yes, that's Urbana Champagne in Illinois. Yep. And they ha- it's, it's kind of unique because they have In the Groove... They have four different tournaments they'll be holding that weekend. They have a regular single tournament. They have a double mode tournament. They have a couple mode tournament, which will have its own pack of couples charts to pick from. And also a mods tournament, which is, I think, one of the things they're known for. So Excellent. That sounds it's, like it's, always, it's always exciting. I'm, kind of, I'm sad that I have to miss this iteration, but I'm going to Rumble in the Prairie 10, the big 1-0. Oh, uh, yeah, uh-huh. so that's the other one that's coming yeah. up? That'll well, be in like March, March or something. That's, that's yeah. way far ahead. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, if... If you have any tournaments in your area that you know about, uh, tweet at us, and we'll mention it in the next show. And yes. as a transition into our question segment, we have a question here from Rod uh, about self-hype rituals. So Rod's, I believe, coming to the tournament. Yes. He's uh, gotten a lot of really good scores lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great player. He's been killing it. Um, another person from Fresno who I've played with for a long time. And he beat me at the Irvine tournament. <laughs> oh, get wrecked. Uh, so just out of curiosity, how do you get yourself mentally excited for a tournament? Anybody? I don't know. It's not exciting. Like, I mean, it's exciting, but like, I try to like keep as much of my, like, I try to keep a level head. Like, it's just another day. Yeah. Because the more I think about it being this pressure-filled environment, the more I'm gonna just like psych myself out. So I actually just kind of go into it being like, cool. This is a set that I have to play. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. I think. So my advice too is uh, meet the people that you're gonna be competing against. That's a like, good one. Actually, talk. Yeah, that to is them. actually really good. Because uh, like for me, I I uh, get really nervous around strangers, but uh, if I even just like a small conversation, um, suddenly it feels like you're just playing with friends again, and you know you're already used to doing that at the arcade anyway, so it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, do you guys? Anyone else get like hype? Like, do you like try to amp yourself up? Or? I, 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 try. I usually try to amp myself down. Yeah, I, I I try very hard not to amp myself up. Like, if anything, I try to make it like. Um, like as close to a regular play session as I can. Like, yeah. Duplicate the the outfit. Make sure that I like <laughs> yeah, have yeah, like the same sort of food and hydration. Just like <laughs> yeah. anything I can do to make it like a normal session, so I play as well as I do in a normal session or better. Roger, yeah. what do you put in your body before the tournament? <laughs> well, McFlurries and Monster Energy drink. Pretty much the same thing as as a normal day. So Which that pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, I remember at both Irvine and the San Jose tournament, the last one. Um, I stepped out a few times to like just to, to breathe and like meditate and stuff just to calm myself down from just being hyped from the tournament. Yeah. And a lot of times what happens is like, you know, you might do really well in a match, so then you start feeling really good, but that isn't always a great thing. Sometimes you just get overconfident or something and you, you really kind of again to reiterate, return to baseline is kind of like a good good right. strategy. Yeah. I I had that I made that mistake last tournament when i had to play roger uh or 
maybe two tournaments ago. I yeah. don't remember. But we had to play uh, the, not Daikinkai, what's the other Death Row song? <laughs> Dan Dan Do. Yeah, we had to play that. And so I got like, I don't know, I, I wouldn't play down the very bad Supernova 2 cabinet because I was like, oh, what's this? And <laughs> I, I like tried to like super hype myself up. I was like, yeah, yeah, like, let's go, let's go. And then Roger beat me. <laughs> Owned. Uh, but to, man, we're just going to segue from one question to another here because. Ooh, dude, I, chain them together. Yes, combo. As, as Oliver said about keeping things uh, the same uh, Miles asks, uh, should I break in my new shoes at the qualifiers tomorrow or wait till uh, post-tournament? Post-tournament. Post-tournament, for sure. I would say yeah. post-tournament, yeah. Don't change up too much right before a tournament. Yeah. It's kind of the... You might also, like, give yourself blisters or something that would make you unable to compete oh, yeah. in the actual tournament. And that yeah. would be real bad. Yeah. I, I so. Even if your old shoes are, like, falling apart... They won't a, suffer a, from as four as, more rounds. As like, long as they won't, like, disintegrate while you're playing, yeah. I would stick with old shoes. Yeah. Stick with the, what you know. Because sometimes you have to adjust. Like, it just feels different. Yeah. So. I tend to keep, like, at, like you want to be practicing a bunch of, I mean, this is for songs as well, but you want to be practicing a bunch of different stuff. And, like, the week leading up to the tournament, you kind of go back to comfort zone. You go back, like, you don't want to change, you don't want to, like, keep tweaking variables mm-hmm. of, like, all the different independent things that are going on like just keep it consistent because you want to get yourself like you want to have that same headspace for the tournament itself definitely uh all right any other questions let's yeah, see yeah, we, we have... got a couple here um one from uh Verox on twitter um says how can a person on medium slash basic advance to much heavier stuff um i have problem legs and overweight ddr gives me the constant motivation to do better but i want to do it safely Hmm. It's interesting. I I, I wouldn't want to give too much advice, like from a like a safety span standpoint. None of us are. Doctors. Yeah, we're not doctors. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, do what your doctor says. Uh, in that, like, you probably like keeping motion, probably like limited to a certain point in the beginning, and then working your way up. Yeah, I think as long as you take it gradually and don't like push yourself too hard, um, just do whatever you're comfortable with, and if anything. And if you're having trouble with the uh, physical side of things, I, maybe I would recommend uh, focusing on accuracy instead. So you could still always shoot for a triple A or something on basic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah there's well, a lot of there feels like a lot of push. Like a lot of people just naturally try to push themselves into the harder difficulties. But yes, there's something to be said about staying where you can pass reliably and just improving your your timing. Yep. Yeah, and it will help you pass harder stuff later on too. Because absolutely. You, yeah. You will have more familiarity with what it takes to move your feet. With control. So. Yeah. And there's, all, there's a couple of basic techniques that you can also just practice without moving on to, uh, you know, standard or um, expert. You know, like remembering to alternate feet is one thing. It's if, if you're starting on uh, basic. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, trying crossovers and you know, just stuff yeah. like that. And also getting acquainted with the charts before you try to play them also helps because you won't be surprised and try to force your body into doing things suddenly that mm. could cause problems. That's so. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's another question here from Kevin Turner, uh, Kevin Xwell on Twitter, um, basically saying like last week we were talking about esports a lot um, and you know like more consistent rules for casual and competitive play. But however, do you see any room for more gimmicky ideas, special rules, new songs revealed at tournaments, routines, etc.? I, I really like the idea of new songs being revealed at a tournament. That'd like, be really cool. I remember when I was a kid watching The Wizard, the the Nintendo uh, oh, movie. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, this was this movie that made in like the early 90s or late 80s. And this kid goes to this Nintendo tournament. And at the very end of the tournament, 
the main event is they reveal Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh my god. And no one has played oh it yet. God. And it's brand new. And I remember seeing that and it just like sent me into this like <laughs> insane hype level. And like if we saw at KAC, they, they just come out with like a new boss song. And like it wouldn't even need, need to be that hard. Because all they would have to do is like a straight up like normal 18 that no one has ever seen before. And that would test people's skills pretty yeah. well, I yeah. think. There's precedent for this too. Um, KAC, I forget whether it was the two ago or three ago, but whatever mix Pendulum was on, they revealed the final song of Pendulum as the final song in the four song course that the 2DX finalist had to play. I would Chrono, Chrono Diver Pendulums. Wow. Everybody so it's a sight read for And it was such a good song. And the chart was so. It, was, it wasn't unlike everything that existed in the game, but it was very, very different from all the hard 12s that had existed to date. And everybody went wild. I would love did, to see did, that did, for KSC this year. Did they know that going in? They into knew that the there tournament? would be a fourth song, but they had no idea what it was. Oh. So, and they had to put on uh, earmuffs. So oh, they man. Oh, as like, other people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they that's had so earmuffs cool. and face away oh. as each person played it in, in turn. Wow. So, that's so cool. Pure sight reads. Yeah. Oh, I want to do that so bad. It was, cool. it was so cool. I, I remember, like, that was, I wasn't, I was, like, just really getting serious about 2DX at that point. I was sitting there and just, like, live tweeting my reaction to it. I was just like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, yeah, we are definitely down for something like that. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm down for, like, gimmicky stuff like routines. Like, that sounds more like freestyling, which is just different than Yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, go, 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 go play Pump if you want routines. Well, so, go to the tournament Rumble in the Prairie and play in the couples tournament. <laughs> um, w- yeah. Would there be any, like, special rules that you could... Well, I mean, they could do something like, you know, this KC, we're having the final match be a course of, like, you know, like we were just talking about. Something yeah, like that. Rather where, than, like, like, picks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't think there would be any, like, I always, whenever you start talking about mods, you know, like, putting, oh, everyone's on sudden now. Like, okay. Like, it kind of, like, because one thing that's really interesting is that no one wants to see players so out of their comfort zone that it, like, becomes embarrassing, which is what happens when you start forcing like weird stuff weird stuff like that and so like it actually from a spectator standpoint i think it becomes really uninteresting when uh it's just people screwing up yeah it's just you're constantly messing up and yeah. it's like it's not actually like you like it's like no these are the best players in the world you want to see them do something impressive yeah. i want to see oh, the really best that point. they can do yeah I, I feel like there's really no parallel in any other sport or esport to like imposing arbitrary rules yeah, to, exactly. to make things harder yeah. for mm-hmm. the, the... There's no the, soccer match that suddenly has like a ring of fire <laughs> yeah. in the center and you have to yeah, like jump like, through it. Or like small, awesome, smaller goals. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the goals are really tight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or basketball hoops with trampolines. Oh wait, they actually have oh, that. Yeah. Wow. Don't you have to like sight read golf courses sometimes? Like, Yeah, personally I don't like any of that stuff because I think that that just more and more draws away from like what DDR really is as a game. It's like, like don't... Which is just memorizing you, you mean, everything. <laughs> you mean, like, none of it? Not even, like, a new song? I, I think that it emphasizes the fact that there's, like, one corporation that's controlling it. So it's, like, it would be nicer if it was more, like, this is what the players can do. And this is this is how they... Yeah. It's, like, it's yeah. not so I much mean, an emphasis on the content. It's, yeah. like, the skills mm-hmm. that are exhibited. I do like the idea... Like, I, I think a new song, even though it's... Like, it's... Con- yes, KSC or something is, like, controlled by Konami, but... 
having a new song revealed lets you add the sight read element, which is an important part of skill. That's true. I think as long yeah. as you like keep it within that range rather than being yeah, like, you, you have to do everything be, on stuff. And it yeah, couldn't be too hard either, like we, like Jeff was saying. It couldn't be like a 19 with like a zillion stops. And, yeah. yeah. Right. I just thought, it, that I just, just wouldn't be... Like, like trying to sight read egoism challenge... Yeah, no, it would just be it would just be frustrating. Like, no, yeah. I don't think like me personally, I would never want to see someone have to go through that mm-hmm. on a world stage. That just like yeah, it's it's almost insulting of like, oh look, haha, we put a bunch of gimmicks in it, and yeah, like right. you are expected to to know it right away. Yeah, like, it's funny when it's in like encore extra stage. It's not so funny at KFC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean like even like in Demi on Challenge, like the the speed up run would be yeah, you just have to mash that. You know, I mean that's like reasonable ish. Yeah, but it's more more not for a sight read. Yeah, yeah, and that's one thing that two DX did benefit from is the two DX's difficulty doesn't come from BPM gimmicks most of the time. Like, yeah, that chart Chrono Diver Pendulums is just one flat BPM the entire time, and it's hard. Whereas, it's just hard, and it's just hard. It's yeah. just dense. The rhythms are tricky. Whereas for DDR, like all of the hard charts that they put out these days have BPM gimmicks because that's part of what makes them hard. Yeah. So sight reading those is much, much more difficult to balance. And I think we had one last question here. Um, how can you tell, and we've, I think we've addressed this before, but um, how can you tell if you were using a good technique when staying in the circle uh, of the pad to help conserve energy? Um, and I think the answer to that is have somebody record you. Mm-hmm. Uh, record your feet and, or, I mean, just try to be aware. Absolutely. Recording um, is really great because you can actually see yourself and what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you might be able to pick up one of those, uh, the, like, the bendy camera things and, you know, put your mount your phone on it and put it on the machine, like, in front of you and point it at your feet. Yep. It's probably the easiest way to do that where your phone won't get stolen. Yes, be confident that you're in a good Yeah, area. <laughs> better than yeah. putting it on a table behind you with nobody oh, else it. around. But, I mean, you know, if there's... what I do. Yeah. <laughs> if there's other people at the arcade, or, you know, if you yeah. have good players in your, in, in your area, you know... Ask them for feedback. Yeah, I. But at the same time, I wouldn't stress about it too much. Like, you will naturally become tighter and tighter over time in terms of like how close you are to the center panel, and so, uh, like if you are doing fifteens or something right now, and you're like thinking ahead, like, oh, I won't be able to do egoism with my technique. Like, hold it back. Just work your way up. Eventually, you'll learn about the minimum movement that you need to get to a panel and keep it there and nothing more. Sorry. So, and that question was from Zephyr101 on yeah. Twitter. Um, we did what? Taps Out of the Week. I think we're... I think, yeah. yeah I think we're, we're, we kind of went out of order this week, but that's okay. Yeah, we, right. have, we don't have an order. That's fine. We're, <laughs> we're just having fun. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, continue to give us feedback on social media and let us know what you think about the episode. And uh, also post, us, post your scores for Taps Out of the Week. Yeah, send we, it to us. We still SF underscore see. evolved. Yeah, SF uh, at SF underscore evolved. I'll try to retweet him. Yes. Yeah, we'll RT. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening and thank, thank you, you for, for playing. playing.